Hello, and welcome to Sparkle Tap, another in a series of occasional musings and mutterings from my favorite city, San Francisco. The truth is, dear listeners, that what I ought to be doing tonight is my German homework, but I'm not doing that. No, I'm in full homework avoidance mode, and what I'm doing tonight, my, uh, my homework avoidance project for the night is brewing up a batch of beer. I decided that on this beautiful warm night, uh, especially since I drank my last bottle of homebrew last night, would be to fill the house with the delightful aroma of malted barley and hops, and that's just what I'm doing. But as I sit and wait for the work to cool down, and that takes a good long time, believe me, hours, I started thinking about the history of San Francisco as it relates to beer. And of course, there is a local angle. I'm not sure where this comes from, but I've heard it said that beer is God's way of letting us know that he loves us and wants us to be happy. I'm not sure of the theological implications of that, but the spirit of the idea is something that I can certainly endorse. There are literally thousands of styles of beer in existence throughout the world, and uh, the way a style comes into existence, a real one, an authentic style, if I can use that phrase, is through the necessity of local conditions. Back in the days of the gold rush here in California, this state was flooded by uh, miners, rejects, ne'er-do-wells, gold diggers, people down on their luck, hoping to be uh, come up on their luck to make their fortunes overnight. There were merchants, there were sailors, there were prostitutes. I mean, let's face it, folks, it was the good old days. Everyone was headed to California, and everyone was thirsty. At that time, the dominant style of beer in the country was the lager style, uh, imported by European, Eastern European immigrants um, from Germany and Czechoslovakia. It's a style that uh, eventually turned into, uh, I shudder to say it, Budweiser and similar styles. But if you've ever had a drink in Munich, then you'll know exactly what I'm talking about, lager. Blonde, crisp, dry, delicious. Unfortunately, this style of uh, a beer just didn't work in San Francisco. Why not? Because the yeast that's required to brew lager beer requires very, very low temperatures, icy temperatures. And guess what? The only thing in shorter supply in Gold Rush San Francisco than clean underwear was refrigeration. It just didn't exist. Of course, they didn't need refrigeration in the old country. They had ice and snow. But in California, the weather is just too damn good. Fortunately, the creative uh, Germans who brought their, brought their yeast and their, their brewing supplies out on the covered wagons came up with a solution. They figured out some way to, they figured out how to develop a strain of yeast and a style of brewing that would allow the yeast to survive at room temperature, at ale brewing temperatures. Then they added tons of hops to the mix to preserve the flavor and to preserve the life of the beer. And the product that they came up with became known as steam beer, or California common beer. There are quite a number of different uh, theories as to how the, how the word steam got associated with the beer, all of which are too stupid to recount here, so I'm not going to even bother. At one time, there were a number of thriving breweries here in San Francisco making... Um, <laughs> unfortunately, what history tells us is some of the worst beer ever brewed. 
That's the bad news. The good news is this. One of those little breweries, the little brewery that could, the Anchor Steam Brewing Company, established in 1896, managed to survive prohibition by, well, okay, actually by going out of business and then coming back into business when prohibition ended in 1933, struggling along, keeping this strange little local style alive until at the height of the movement in the United States, this is before the microbrew movement, people. Uh, the landscape was dominated in the 50s and 60s, and of course still today, by giant mega breweries like Coors and Budweiser and Miller and uh, the like that brew tasteless pablum. In 1960, a man named Fritz Maytag, uh, the name may sound familiar, that's right, he was uh, one of the heirs to the Maytag appliance fortune, just happened to be in a particular bar on the particular day that Anchor Steam was about to go out of business. I guess he was just looking for a hobby, looking for a project, looking for somewhere to, to store his extra money, something along those lines, but thank you, Fritz. Fritz stepped in and saved the brewery. Not only saved it, but turned it into essentially the model for the microbrewery revolution that swept the country and particularly the West Coast over the last uh, 15, 20 years or so. Um, Anchor Steam today is a, a thriving company, still brews in San Francisco. Um, it, it's a terrific little brewery. The The beer is a far cry, I think, from the, the hit or miss quality of the, uh, the Gold Rush days. It's, it's a delicious, uh, memorable product. And if you're ever in San Francisco, make time to visit the brewery. I'll tell you what, a few friends and I went on a tour a few months ago, and I'll tell you, the tour was interesting, but the little bar at the end of the tour was amazing. They poured samples and kept pouring, and by the end of the afternoon, they had to pour us out onto the sidewalk. Um, I'd tell you more about the rest of the day, but to tell you the truth, it's a little fuzzy. The one thing I can assure you of, of course, is that the beer was absolutely terrific, can't recommend it enough the anchor brewing company and you can of course check them out on the web what i really want to do is thank fritz maytag and thank anchor steam for keeping an authentic american beer brewing tradition alive i wonder if my brew has cooled down enough for me to go in there and pitch the yeast and get this show on the road maybe maybe not we'll see in any case if you have any thoughts on the brewing of beer the history of California, the gold rush, San Francisco, or better and more creative ways to avoid doing one's German homework. Es würde mich sehr freuen, etwas von euch zu hören. Visit my website at sparkletack.com and leave me a note, or drop me a line at sparkletack at gmail.com. Till next time. <laughs>